So my uh, my daughter is, um, of course, I might be a little biased, but she's a genius. And um, she is in a, um, oh, what's it called? A speech writing contest, like in school. Aww. You know, everyone needs yeah. to write a speech and then teachers select whoever, blah, blah, blah. So she entered last year and she got third place in the school. It was out of fourth and fifth grade. She got third place. And um, that's so funny. I tell people, I'm a, I'm a tiger mom. Like, I'm like, you got a B? Why do you have a B? You know, why is that an A? You know, so uh, I'm not mean. I'm just involved in her, you know, yeah. really involved in her thing. And she's, so my she's writing like this that too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you ask my parents now. My parents are like, yeah, we were like that. And me, I'm like, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, I'm like this because I was like, I really needed that. Um, so she's writing a speech. I love her. She's writing a speech and she's like, uh, she's like, daddy, I, I wanted to be on our, on our, my culture, on our culture. And I was like, oh, that's great, babe. And I'm Cuban. My wife's Puerto Rican. And I was like, yeah, we can, let's, let's work on that. And I read the, the first draft and it was like, at, like she mentioned <laughs> So sweet. Like she was like trying to get historical figures in there and uh -huh. she put in there Selena, the uh, Mexican American uh, singer. Bitty, bitty, bum, bum. Bitty, 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 bitty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she, in the same like sentence or like she mentioned her and then the next sentence she went in, she went in deep on how she died. <laughs> like I was like, okay. And then All the right. next one was like, or Roberto Clemente. Who was a baseball player who died in the eighties in like a car in like a, a plane accident, plane collision? I was like, well, neither of that is our culture. <laughs> so, so let's work on. So I was just working with her on some things, and she's like, ah, okay. So it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> is presented by OIT VoIP. Enhance your clients' communication abilities with our VoIP solution, featuring integrated billing, on-demand training, and live U.S. support. Collaborate seamlessly with Microsoft Teams integration and put your entire phone system in your pocket with MobileX. Improve your offerings and increase profitability with reliable service for one-tenth of the average MSP acquisition cost. To learn more, visit OIT.co or dial 844-CALL-OIT. How are you, Alex? Alexandria? What? What is it? Is it which uh, one would you it, prefer? I, I, you know, I do prefer Alexandria just because I think it sounds fancy and pretty. It does. It does sound fancy and pretty. Okay. <laughs> but I'm fine with Alex too. If you want to chop it, I know it's a, a mouthful. <laughs> nice. I uh, my middle name is Josiah, and I love that name. And I tried, I tried desperately in high school to get people to call me Josiah, and I think. Like I, I have maybe a handful of people and there's maybe two people on Facebook from all those years ago. Hey, Josiah, I'm like, who are you? I don't know. <laughs> it didn't really stick. It didn't really stick. Awesome. Uh, Hello, everyone out there in computer land, all you ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Welcome to 38 at 38. My name is Aaron Bolton. And on this podcast, we talk about ridiculous job stories and I am so happy to have uh, our guest, this guest for this episode, Alexandria Boyd. Alexandria, it has not Alex, get that out of there. Alexandria <laughs> is is fancy and pretty. That's it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for having me on, Aaron. I was excited to come be a part of this with you. 
I'm excited that that you are here as well. Uh, so uh, the connection here is OIT, right? OIT is the is parent company of MSP Media Network, which is the media network of uh, that produces 38 at 38. We love you. We love you. <laughs> um, and uh, and I, and I've thought about before. I'm like, you know, we've never talked. This is the first time of us talking. I think on LinkedIn, maybe I've commented or you know, thumbs up, and you've thumbs up. That's basically all it's been. And on one of the other podcasts uh, last week uh, was the Tech Bar Tech Bar podcast. Great, love it. Y'all need to check it out. Uh, you, it was Ladies Night, right? And you were one yes. of the hosts, and I and I happened to jump on. And I was like, oh, what's this? And um, let me tell you, I, I loved it. I love, I love the energy. I loved it. I was like, I think I even commented. I was like more of this, more of this. I really love the switch up. And it was, it might've been that evening or maybe the next day, but I texted producer Phil. I'm like, Hey, how come we haven't had Alex? And we're like, Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause yeah. So, I mean, you, you, uh, you handled everything so well, like yourself and like, just, just the, Thank you. I've had, I've had people on the podcast. I'm sure you've noticed people as well, like on different media, uh, content that you might be in where you're like, all right, let's talk. And they're like, huh? you know, they, <laughs> what do I say? What do I do? What do I do with my hand? hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So I was like, Oh, definitely need to have Alexandra on here. So if you could just give a, uh, give us a quick rundown of you, who you are, uh, your, what you do for a living and, uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get up in it. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the director of sales and client success over at OIT VoIP, the, uh, parent company or just same owner of Sister MMN company. <laughs> Sister company. Um, yeah. And I have been there for going on three years now. I love it. Um, I am always a ball full of energy. You got me right there. I used to be cheerleader, so that probably helps. I'm not too shy. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, li I like to have a lot of fun. I like long walks on the beach. I like to throw fire around sometimes, you know. Hold on. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna unpack that one. So, um, all right. So first beach, right? Okay. But I don't think you're joking on that. You like, do you like the beach? Are you, are you in Miami? No, I am not. I almost, I, so fun story. I actually, um, saw the job posting on LinkedIn for OIT and that they were based out of Miami. And I was like, sure, I'll apply. I like Miami. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, but no, I almost moved down there when I started working for OIT, but I'm actually in Atlanta, Georgia, but I okay. do love the beach. I, if I'm going to go on a destination, I'd rather it be warm weather over cold weather. I hate being cold. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I am a beach fan now you're in uh are you in like atlanta proper like proper like the city or like right on the I'm, outskirts i'm in the suburbs just north like 30 minutes north of atlanta my sister lives 30 minutes north of atlanta so you know oh. gonna rap about that she in cobb county that sounds familiar but i'm not sure you'd think i'd at least find out because it's just the next <laughs> date up for me and it's, she's been there a year you know, I should at least, you know, find out, but, uh, yeah. And then my brother lives about 30 minutes North from there, which okay. is the same, same answer. I, I should know, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't okay. I don't know at all. All right. Awesome. So, uh, so you do like the beach, you're not in Miami, uh, and, and you're with OIT, right? So very, that cool. is right. Um, 
so I, I'm excited because, I, I, well, I'm always excited for, you know, especially on this podcast for two reasons. I love bad job stories. I love hearing, I thought I loved them before. And then <laughs> throughout the two years of doing this or almost two years of doing this, I'm like, oh, I really love these bad job stories because one of the, the uh, monikers that we have is, you know, previously stressful, presently hilarious. And that's really what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, if it's really stressful, give it some time and it's going to be really hilarious, you know? Uh, so, uh, so, you know, the, the format is just for everyone else out there that you will bring, and I'm sure you have brought a, uh, a ridiculous job story. You tell your ridiculous job story. We banter back and forth. We talk about it. And then, uh, you have chosen a quote that I, uh, one of the quotes that represents one of the jobs that I've had. I don't know what that quote is, and I'll ask you that quote later, but then right off the fly, I've got to, uh, you know, not come up with, but just recall. And I like that better because it's not, it's not practiced. You know, it's not yeah. like it's, most times I'm telling you, Alexander, most times it's, you'll hear me go, Oh, you know what? I just remembered. Oh my goodness. I can't believe that. I can't believe I forgot that. So this is fun. I love hearing the stories. I love telling the stories as well. So let's break it down, Alexandria, which, what, what golden nugget have you, have you brought us today? So, you know, when, uh, Phil asked me to do the show, I started thinking about, it, I was like, you know, I actually have been very lucky with the jobs that I have worked, but there is one specific that definitely <laughs> came to mind where I was just like, oh man, yeah, the, I, that job was absolutely just not for me. Um, and it was when I was in clinicals for nursing school, actually. So it was a uh, oh. job for like credits because um, I was going through nursing school. And uh, I, you know, went through the, you know, took all the you know, college courses to make it in and get accepted into the program to actually be able to do the clinicals where I was like working in the hospital. Um, honestly, I was, I was working full time while in school um, at the job that I actually had before I was working for OIT. And um, I was not putting in a hundred percent effort. So I honestly, I didn't even think that I was going to get accepted. I, I love how honest. I love the honesty. I was like, look, <laughs> don't tell like, my current I, boss. <laughs> when I got the when I got the acceptance letter to that nursing program, I was like, "What? Really? Yeah. You want me in this? Bro? Okay." And so I had to go back and tell my bosses at the time that I had gotten accepted into this program, and I had to quit. And I went back to waiting tables so that I could go do this nursing program, and um. About, so you waited tables as well? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So look, I'm just letting you know right now, probably <laughs> going to bring you on to another episode sometime in the future where I just have people who've been in the uh, restaurant hospitality industry because I have, and wow, I know you guys, <laughs> I, I mean, there, there's some, I'm sure there's some stories there as well, but with the nursing, yeah, I'm, look, that's cool. It, the nurse, nurses, nurses are angels. They are yes. a special breed of humans. I am not that special breed of human. <laughs> You're special, don't you? 
I am special. I, I'm, I'm not angelic like a nurse. Those, those nurses, wow, they've really, they, they've got a special gene in them to be able to, to do that job. Um, but I, I hated just about everything about that job. Um, from, I'm not a morning person. I am not a part of that 5 a.m. club that everyone raves about. I wish I was, but I struggle to pull myself out of bed in the mornings. And uh, for the, the clinicals were over an hour away from where I was living. So I had to wake up at just a time that was not accepting with my bodily time clock. And so just the whole drive in was awful for me. I would get there before the sun would even come up. That was awful for me. And then honestly, like the smell of hospitals, I hated that too. It was just like, it turned my stomach. (laughs) It's not a, what is that smell? It's it's because it's almost plasticky and it's also chemically. And not that, but like the specific hospital I was at, the cafeteria smell that I had to eat in every day was like literally made me nauseous. I was like, okay, this is awful. And (sighs) at that point in my life, I was not at like a place where I was doing any type of like meal prepping or preparing the night before so I could have it better tomorrow. (laughs) Like I wasn't there yet. (laughs) You're you're an evolving human being. All right. You're an evolving human being. So that part of it was awful for me. And I mean, just the long hours, this 12, 13 hour shifts was, you know, absolutely awful to me. I I hated that part about it too. Um, But there were a few, (laughs) a few different patient cases that I had to be a part of that I was just like, oh, nope, this is, this is not for me. Um, And so so you were going through clinicals, were you, did you? become a nurse? Did you go through finish the so, schooling? So I, no, I didn't finish. I did one semester of clinicals and I was like, tap out, tap out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. tap out. <laughs> I actually called my old job back and I was like, you guys got to hire me back because this is not working out for me. I can't do it. Like, please take me back. <laughs> right. And they, and they did. So it was nice, but yeah. Oh, nice. So, um, you know, the, the main story that sticks out for me, there was, um, Oh, well, I guess I should preface it with the fact that I got put into the med surge unit for clinicals. So med surge is basically the like patient for, it's either pre, it was so long ago, I'm trying to remember, Um, it was either pre or post operation, like surgery, post-op, pre-op, something like that. So anyone in that like unit that we were like caring for was in a lot of pain, about to go into surgery, coming out of surgery, you know, incisions, bandages need to be redressed. Like it was just all the nasty stuff. Like they yeah. literally told us that if nursing isn't for you, this will weed you out. Yeah, and you'll learn. About, yeah, about 50% of the students and it like would drop after they had got placed into that placement or whatever. They, they called it like a weed oh. out placement. Yeah. So I right. just happened to get that my first round and it absolutely weeded me out. Um, I honestly saved me time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So one of the, um, the, the patients I had to care for, um, I believe that he was, he might've been like a homeless man that came in. Um, he had gangrene on his testicles and that oh. smell i will oh, never <laughs> forget that oh, wait, smell. we got to pump we got to <laughs> before we get into describing what the smell was okay all right so here's what something that i have a trouble understanding or i don't not a, i just don't really know i get the concept of gangrene but I don't know exactly what it really is. What, what is 
gangrene. It's like rotting flesh just from yeah, not being clean. Yep, yeah. That's what I thought it was. That's so <laughs> we had to change this man's catheter because, you know, as a clinical student, the nurses are going to get, the nurses already have the shit end of the stick. Excuse my yeah. French. But so the students uh, really enough, get. <laughs> not French. That's not French. Oddly. <laughs> Uh, let me chat gpt that (laughs) but yeah so the the students are getting like all the things that the nurses don't want to do so you could imagine you know the tasks that we got um that was one of them it was absolutely awful i was like oh my goodness this is not for me i cannot do this like ever again please get me out of here (laughs) oh my so you so okay Walk me through that. Okay. I'm not, I have to fortify myself for a second. So walk me through that. All right. So, so they're like, all right, you're just going from room to room doing your thing. And okay, here's the next room. And I'm sure it was like, like, it was like a double take or, and, and they gave oh, us like I'm, some stuff like you put on your nose, like to help with the smell did not help with the smell. Um, and I mean, even like sticking people with needles, I really wasn't a fan of that either. And like, definitely the catheter things. I wasn't a fan of that. I mean, it's just, I don't think when I thought, Oh, I'm going to get into nursing. I thought about all the things I was going to have to do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is, this is one of the most disturbing <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I got more for you, Aaron. Don't worry. I got more. More is coming. There was um, gangrene testes. Okay. There was also another woman that was on the on the floor that was working. And I don't know if she was just like bored or lonely, but she would literally like pick poop out of her butt and like wipe it on herself so that we would have to go in and like clean her so that she would have like human interaction yes i don't know if she was like maybe a little mental what was going on but that was another one where i was just like you know what (laughs) no and (laughs) my exit was not i can't believe she because look bless their heart you know look and it's sad it is to think that like that's how lonely they are that's how like starved human interaction it is very sad and then there was also you know all those types of cases too where you just have like cases of neglect come in with like elderly people who've just been sitting Uh, in their beds and they've got bed sores or you know extreme mm -hmm. gout and they you know i would see these people because i'm there every day so i'm seeing them every day but i'm not seeing any family members come in and all i can think is like oh my gosh if it was my family member i would be up at the hospital every day you know like i can't even imagine someone being there not having any family come in ever um so that was just really sad to see to be honest and it was just always really sad like i came home every day just depleted completely drained super sad i was definitely like a little depressed going through nursing school just because of you know that environment and everything that you see um you know i even had there was one woman where she had she had was an als patient and it was just so sad to like see someone go through that on i mean total care she couldn't do anything for herself and i was just like heart-wrenching to to see and to that be your life every day and i just so i just started thinking and i was like you know what like i i don't think i can do this like this can't be my life like if this is because I was getting a taste of what my life was going to be like, you know, I'm waking up, I'm going to the hospital every day, you know, have patient cases, you know, yeah. this is, this is what it is. If I continued on this path, this is my life. And I was like, right, this, this cannot be my life. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, horrible feeling horrible, obviously for the patients, but the, uh, is that look, someone's got to do that. Someone's uh-huh. got to, someone's got to do it. And man, it's not a pretty gig, you know, it's, and for the most people, like my, my best friend in the world, his wife, we, you know, friends since high school, she's a nurse and she's like, she's like an up there nurse. But I mean, from the jump from, you know, right after high school is nursing, nursing. And I know she's had stories and she's gone through that. And she it's funny. My best friend, and I, we talk about this. He brings up, he's like, man, she's just the, has the biggest heart and she just loves and she just gives and gives. And that's great for her. And it's not like she enjoys that, but the value to her of doing those things outweighs the 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 work uh, putting oh, in, was, like, that's I, a very a special, special person breed of special yeah. breed of human <laughs> right right so, yeah um i was not that strong it was i was not that strong it was yeah i couldn't handle it it was so it was so sad and i was just yeah i just felt completely drained every day when i would come home i can't i come i would come home most days and just cry and so oh. i was like uh, yeah i was like i can't so yeah, I called my old bosses back and I was like, hey, like, I don't know if you've found someone to fill my position, but like this whole nursing thing is not working out for me. I am not happy. If there's any way you guys would take me back, I would love to come back because oh, it was goodness. it was kind of funny. I was basically um, when I was had started out at that job, I started out as an executive assistant and oh, hi, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I jumped. I was like, oh. <laughs> Is that a is that a is that a, a hairless this, cat? Yes, my naked baby. This I is have raw. never met anyone who actually has. Oh, look at those eyes! Stunning. Oh, are, the name's Raw. Raw, like the Egyptian sun god. Oh, awesome! Very good. Yeah, that is. He... I could do the rest of the podcast just on that cat. By the way, <laughs> there's another one running around here somewhere. I don't know. We'll see if she jumps up. I'm, I'm babysitting my girlfriend. She's got a naked too, and so I'm babysitting her. She hopped up at my screen earlier today. But yeah, it's my baby. Um, what what type of cat? Um, we're gonna we're gonna sphin- divert. Just, <laughs> <detour. laughs> Squirrel. Yeah. Um, they're a sphinx. They're called sphinx. That's they're called sphinx, sphinx cats. I've never mm-hmm. never met anyone who owned one who had one. This is this is the most live I've ever seen. One of the you know it's always been on TV or movies. It's like I almost don't believe it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty, but that's so cool. So- yeah, their breed is very cuddly because they're always cold because they don't have any hair. So yeah, they just want to—they want to be on you because they want to—they want to steal your body heat. I tell myself yeah. it's because he, he's in love with me, but it's really because he wants to steal my right, body right. heat. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's so yep. cool. That's cool. Yeah. And Ra's a pretty dope name for. Uh, right. For I thought so yeah. too. I thought so too. Yeah. We got um, Ra Oris after the Egyptian sun god. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've always been obsessed with Egyptian culture, so. Very cool. I noticed on that's that's when I, I I know I liked some stuff on your LinkedIn. I remember you went to Egypt, didn't you? I did. Yes, yeah. that was a big bucket list for me that I checked yeah, off awesome. um, this past previous year. That is so yeah. cool. So yeah. all right, look detour. Okay, so let's <laughs> talk a little about that because that's pretty cool. And I'm I'm sure anyone's listening is like, hold on. We're going to, we're going to, we got to double tap. They got to double click on that cat and double click on going to Egypt. Because that's something that I'm sure yes. is on so many people's lists, but that you went oh, my. and 
Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. It was me and three other girlfriends. We decided to take a girl's trip. We were there for about three weeks, uh, flew in to Cairo, did the Great Pyramids uh, of Giza first. Um, we actually um, did some like travel blogging research stuff and we found this restaurant, um, Khufu's, that is actually on site like at the pyramids. And so you have brunch with the pyramids as your backdrop. <laughs> Come on. It was absolutely Come stunningly on. beautiful, breathtaking. We went and like walked up and did the whole tour of the pyramids. We got to go inside the, some of the tombs that were like open for travelers. Um, um, I didn't book my trip on purpose this way, but we just so happened to schedule our trip during Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah, so it was a different experience because they practice fasting. And so a lot right. of the places weren't open because they fast for the most, you know, majority of the it's day. And then they sun up to sundown. Yeah, exactly. But it was also really cool because it wasn't very touristy during that time. Right. So there weren't a lot of people out. So we kind of had everything to ourselves, which was nice. And also we got to do like a traditional uh, Ramadan breakfast so we went and actually went out in the desert and did like ate with the locals and like it it was absolutely amazing and we were there long enough that we were actually there when Ramadan finished so we got to participate and eat dinner too (laughs) that's so great that is yeah what what an awesome experience that's yeah it was super cool Mm -hmm. oh definitely by far my one of my favorite trips for sure highly recommend it if you've been thinking about going absolutely go the people are amazing um it just all the culture and just seeing you know the pyramids the you know the tombs and all the colors and how they're preserved and still so vibrant after so many years i mean we're talking bc you know it's wild (laughs) so so you said something that made me laugh and it nothing it's something that so we uh i went camping with uh one of my best friends uh, or my best friend a couple weeks ago and we were talking about uh places he wants to go and he uh he was looking at looking at places uh to go see like the best place in the world to go see the uh, aurora borealis right so he I wanna, and, yes so that huge bucket list we're talking about it and he's and he said yeah this uh, person a friend of his on facebook she and her family went and he pulls it up and he's showing me the pictures of this place in uh i think norway that they went and there was like a, a this beautiful cabin that they stayed in and everything and and the whole thing was I think the whole week excursion, everything was like five grand. And I was like that, you know, for like two kids, uh, two adults, you know, I was like, okay, that's uh, to see something like that in Norway grand. And then he's like, yeah, he showed me this picture that just looks, I mean, unreal, just unreal. And then she's, (laughs) we joked about this the whole camping trip because in the comments, she, you know, she's explaining it. And then one of the last things she said was, definitely one of the best vacations i've been on and we were like one of what what are the other ones and that's what you just said you just said definitely one of my one of my best trips <laughs> i laughed go away hold on <laughs> going to see the the pyramids i mean egypt all of that one of your best what all right so what other trip just give me one other trip that's like that oh, great. i did hot air balloons and cappadocia turkey okay all right <laughs> Yeah. I, okay. I don't have kids. I'm not married. Raw is my only child. So I travel. <laughs> right. No, that's great. But well, even even on that, you're like hot air balloons. And at that point, I was already agreeing with you. I was like, yeah, that I mean you're that's a different form of air travel. And you're like in Turkey. Okay. In yep. Turkey. 
definitely. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. That, all so right. to br- bring it back to the 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 bad jobs, um, right, right. that was actually why I thought I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to be a travel nurse so that I could just work from oh. anywhere. Um, you know, when I was going to school, remote work wasn't quite as big. So I was like, oh, I'll just be a travel nurse. And I can travel everywhere, go around the world, see everything. And then I realized very quickly that uh, I was not suited for that life. <laughs> The travel part, yes. The travel, saying, love it. No. <laughs> yeah. Love that travel part. <laughs> That's yeah. great. All right. So, all right. So, yeah. So back to, back to nursing. So I, I got it. So how long were you, uh, were you in that? Oh, one semester and I tapped out. I was like, <laughs> not going back. Yeah. Done. 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 One semester of clinicals. It weeded me right on out. I knew it was not for me. I called my mom so upset because I was really trying to like stick it out and finish yeah. because I had just changed my major so many times. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. It took forever to figure out what I wanted to do. And um, I was really, really trying to, you know, stick this one out and finish. I want to make my parents proud. And I just called my mom and I was like, I can't do it, mom. I just, I, I can't do it. I hate it. It's awful. I'm depressed. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she, she was like, honey, if you're that unhappy, she's like, just figure something else out. But yeah. like I was, I was going to say before the, um, as it turned out, you know, what I would have made starting out as a nurse after graduating, I was already making at the previous job I had. So I was like, what am I doing? Like, right. just, <laughs> you already <laughs> had it. Go back. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you had travel and you're like, okay, nurse, nurse, I can travel. Then, yeah, at that point, it's like, okay, take off the nurse, travel. What can I do <laughs> to travel? Yeah. What work can I do to travel? <laughs> definitely a little different. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Well, that's good. Good that you figured it out so quickly. When you when you quit, did, was it like a kind of like walked away or like did you give notice or did, or, or it was in the it was in a, a class right so yeah I I finished out the semester and then I just let them know I wasn't going to be coming back. Yeah. It's a great like, experience though. Thank you. Thank you for the experience. Thank you so much for the experience. Mm, Learned mm. a lot about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta others. help some people. Yeah. And you know what? I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This is a really yeah. long speech to leave. And they're like, okay, yeah, you're one of the 50%. We get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah. They were like, mm, yeah, we knew. We told you this would happen on yeah. uh, orientation day. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah, that's uh, whew, that's rough. That's rough. Especially oh, mm, the gangrene and the poop flying or the the poop yeah, yeah. That you're taking care. You know, you think I, and I've heard about that from my best friend's wife, and she's like, you know, you and she's like, yeah, you know, you just got to do it. And I'm like, all right, well, she says it so clearly, but you know, put me up against that. I'm I'm with you. I'm like, hey, yeah. yeah I <laughs> I was um, taking care of my my grandmother. She's getting older and she's been losing her eyesight for many years now. And she's got, you know, early onset dementia. And so I was uh, living in the house with her and taking care of her. We recently moved her into an assisted living, you know, facility where they have 24-7 nurse care. But that was like my my barrier for my mom. I was like, I will stay. I will take care of her. I will do all the duties until it comes time for like the Right. <laughs> right, right. The bathroom duties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally get it. Totally. Like, I'm, I, oh, I'm so squeamish, and I. Well, I, I say I'm, I'm so squeamish, but I've noticed now, after kids, like it's it just, I can't, I can't, I can't do a double take. I mean, this is my kid. He's throwing up. I'm, 
I can't just be like, nope, nope. I'm like, okay, nope. I just got, that's cool. I got throw up on me. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep up. Can't even think about it. Can't even think about it. It's fake. It's, this is, that's what I do. Whenever <laughs> something like that happens, like this is make-believe. This is make-believe right now. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. look, hand, hats off to you. Had I a hat, I would tip it to you for going and, and you know, trying that. You know, that's a, uh, well, no more, <laughs> no more. Don't have no, to do no, that and, now. And now, I, and now I know for certain it was not for me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, thank you. That is a good story. That is a, oh, yep. That, that goes, that, that marks it up there. Uh, I appreciate that story. Appreciate you, uh, you offering that story up. Uh, I get to tell you my story and we're going to do that uh, right after a break to pay them bills. Like I've got to log in and pay my bills. No, we got to have some advertising, amazing advertising and go. Here at the MSP Media Network, we have a greater responsibility to recognize women not just for their accomplishments, sales, productivity, and products, but for their direct impact on the MSP channel. Our newest show, Channel Impact Awards, will spotlight the mentorship, charitable works, and behind the scenes, above and beyond behavior that often goes unrecognized. Our first season of Channel Impact Awards will award women of the channel for their incredible contributions. We hope you'll join us in our commitment to highlighting the exceptional women of the MSP channel. Please scan the QR code on your screen now to nominate a woman you know for the Channel Impact Award. You have two weeks to nominate someone you know. Stay tuned on the MSP Media Network for more information on the Channel Impact Awards including our esteemed panel of judges and the first set of award-worthy nominees. And we're back. All right. Alexandria, thank you again for uh, that, uh, that story and those stories and also, um, Thank you for everyone who saw that advertisement and immediately went out and purchased or did whatever that advertisement asked you to do. So I appreciate that. I know you did it. I know you did it. 100%. You, we've got some lovely listeners. Of course they listened they, and, and yeah. executed properly. Surely. Immediately. 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 Absolutely. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of them. <laughs> All right, Alexandre. So I get to now share with you. The story, and it's you know, it's funny. Every time I get nervous right now, like I every right because I'm like, okay, what am? And so far, it's it's worked out. You know, I, it always like, oh, what am I going to talk about? What 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 stories are going to? But I'm sure it'll be grand. So, go ahead and hit me with that quote. Oh yeah, the, it was easy choice for me. I read this one and I was like, okay, I wanna I wanna know that story. So it sucks that you got a fever, but my friends are in town. That guy. <laughs> that guy. I right. was like, wow, did someone say this to him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Sucks that you got a fever. But my friends are in town. Uh, so uh, I, I talked about a, uh, a job previous to uh, the previous job to the one I'm going to tell you about uh, where I was working at Bank of America. I was working at Bank of America and I was also doing stand up comedy at that time. And I explained that before that. Um, while doing stand-up comedy, I was also on a morning show, radio show, and then there was like some gag that we did, and it was a wild thing. And then dot dot dot, 
I was asked not to work at the bank. I was like 19 years old and it wasn't anything bad, but it was just like, yeah, maybe the, the quote from my boss at that time was, and the quote from that I used on the show was, uh, maybe you should just become a pool boy. And at that point I was like, excuse me. But looking back, I was like, man, I should have been, I should have become a pool boy. I should, I should have done. You're that like, that would have been great for me. I could have totally right. handled that. <laughs> right. So I left, I left, uh, um, Bank of America, like around noon that day I left and I was like, all right, well, let me swing by and grab some lunch. And there was a, uh, a sub shop, uh, just down the road that we always ordered from and they came in, you know, made their deposits. And every time I joke with the, the manager there, the manager was, I was, I was 19. He was 18. He might've just turned 19 and he was the store manager. Like I like the, the restaurant, the, the, the sub shop manager. And it was a restaurant, or uh, uh, chain by the name of Lenny sub shop, Lenny sub shop was delicious. They taught me how to make a Philly cheesesteak. I mean, so good. Um, and at that time, so I, yeah, I remember I went right in there. I was, you know, in a shirt and tie. Cause you know, that's what I had to wear at the bank. And I walked in and, uh, the assistant manager was, uh, but Brian and Jay Paul, Brian was the manager. Jay Paul was the, um, was the assistant manager. They were best friends and, uh, roommates. And Jay Paul was like 21, I think. Um, and both of them like potheads, both of them fun, hilarious potheads that were running this, um, this, this store that was really successful. I mean, I'm, I, it was right outside of like the business district in Tampa and, uh, I mean, line out the door busy and it was, you know, had in inside seating and everything, just line out the door. And I walked in and I was like, Hey, um, you know, I, they're like, what are you doing here? I was like, I just got, uh, fired or let go, or actually it wasn't fired. It was, you know what, maybe this isn't right for you. If you quit, if you quit, then we could hire you back. So he just didn't want to do the paperwork to fire me. And I was like, okay, you know, all right, sure, you know. Uh, I thought that was a good move, 19 years old. Um, so I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't work there. And he, they were like, oh, that sucks. And I was like, hey, are you guys hiring? Because I, I, um, if anyone's listening, anyone listening to this or listen to this, I'm always working. I, I do not like no downtime, usually two jobs, you know, just – and uh, so they were like, you just got let go. I was like, yeah, I know. I need a job. I like, need I'm a job not going <laughs> to, I can't go back home without a job. I can't get back to my apartment. I, I wouldn't feel right. And uh, so they were like, yeah. I mean, they're looking at me in like a shirt buttoned up in a tie, which I'm just some 19 year old kid that they were asked, they asked me to dress like that. It's not like I chose to dress like that, you know, every, you know, so they were like, they're like, yeah, uh, can you be an assistant manager? I was like, yes, I can. <laughs> Absolutely. Sold. <laughs> Sold. Done. So I was the assistant manager for, or one of the assistant managers for uh, Lenny's sub shop. Um, so finding out a little later after I was working there, the reason why that the reason why this, uh, these two guys who were, you know, pretty young and uh, I'm not saying they weren't responsible. They were, they were responsible Two young, goofy, wild, you know, fun guys are running this, this, uh, this, uh, store, this restaurant, that's like really busy is because nepotism. So Brian was the, uh, was Lenny's son. Brian was Lenny's son. And at that point, I think there were, at that point there were 50, I think 54, 55 Lenny sub shops and they had, or they had opened up for franchising. And I think there was licenses of like 300 something 
like like this thing was about to blow wow, okay about to explode and i was like yes go for it let's do this so i was uh so they 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 brought me on oh that's right see this is one of those <laughs> that's this is one of those that's right Jay Paul, I, Brian wasn't the manager. Brian was the assistant manager. Jay Paul was okay. an assistant manager. And Brian hired me as an assistant manager without telling the manager. Without telling okay. the manager. But you could do that when you're Lenny's son, I guess. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Ernie. Ernie was the, uh, was the manager. He's this big dude, like tall, uh, tall, like uh, maybe 6'3". He was an adult. I was 19. This guy was like an adult. And I remember... He had big hands. I remember he had big hands because a few times when he was upset with me, he'd be like, and you got to do that. And he would poke me in my chest. But like, like his two fingers were like this. Yeah. <laughs> Just a like, big dude. Yeah. He, and, yeah. Yeah. Watch out. That, yeah, th that was, uh, that was a wild time. It was, it was fun, but it was so cool to leave from it just kind of fit in with my personality at that time i was doing stand-up comedy i was doing stuff on morning shows and uh bank of america just didn't fall within because i wanted to have you know more uh you know fun you know and can't do that uh, bank um so uh so i started working at lenny sub shop and it was just a blast i got to i mean the, I, I got to just be out there and just charm the crowd when people are waiting, you know, I was cleaning up the tables and making people laugh and taking orders and Hey, let me get that. It was just fun. It was just like a little, little circus that we had going on. Um, Ernie. Oh, I got it. I got it. Ernest. Ernest. Oh, I got it. I got to find out where that guy is. He's a funny dude. He's a really cool guy. Um, he is the one, all right, you know, uh, a mic drop, right? Everyone knows the mic, yeah. drop, right? So I had them, I was doing stand up, and, uh, they, they all came out to see me do stand up one night at the Tampa improv. And, um, and I'd never at that, this is, we're talking 2002, right? 2000. I'd never seen a mic drop. I'd never heard of a mic drop. And I at, like multiple times a week had a mic in my hand. Like, you know, like it was before mic drops. Now I'm not going to say that I invented mic drops. <laughs> But I remember, I remember, I, I remember I, I, I closed my set. It was all, people were clapping and I looked over at Ernest and he goes, just like he said, my, just like that. I don't know why he said, but I looked, I looked at the crowd and I dropped it and, you know, and people are laughing. I walk off and the host picks up the mic and just lays into me, just makes fun. He's like, man, you know how much that, that this is worth, man, this microphone's worth more than you make in a month, more, probably more than a year. I mean, just, and rightfully so, like I, I dented this $300 microphone, you know, <laughs> so out there, guys, don't never do a mic drop with someone else's mic. Okay. It's your own mic, you know? Um, so, uh, so, um, uh, yeah. Wow. Jay Paul, for some reason I was okay with this. Uh, we had, you know, cookies and brownies, but like, he would call me brownie <laughs> that's it's uh, probably not the best thing but i was like yeah hey and he would always <laughs> he would do it with an italian accent i don't know he go hey it's a brownie and i was like hey hey <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude ernie ernest was not uh, for some reason i think he was like I, I don't remember him being there that's what it was. See, one of these, he went and opened up a different store. So at that, okay. so shortly after I started working there, it was three guys, like 19, 20 years old, 
running this store that is one of the busiest stores of all the 54 stores, uh, all the 54 restaurants. And we just had a blast just being goofy. Um, next door, next, <laughs> next door was a great clips, a great clips, you know, uh, the, the best haircuts in the world, uh, you know, barber or salon and the manager of the great clips, she would come in, you know, every day for lunch or whatever. And I would flirt with her. I would just flirt with her. I'm 19 years old, flirting with her. And she was 30 years old with like three kids. So I'm like, I'm just going to flirt with her. And she, she kind of flirt back. Not really, but you know, kind of shy and super sweet, super sweet person. And, um, I had said, I've asked her a couple of times, like, when are we going to go on a date? And she's like, oh, you're so young. I was like, come on, I'm 11 years, you know, her senior, you know, and, and I'm like, come on. And she's like, no, 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 constantly turning me down. And um, I went to get my hair cut from her one time. And, you know, she's cutting my hair and we're talking. And I said, so listen, seriously, let's, why don't, why don't we go? Let, let me take you out on a date. And she goes, no, you know, you, you know, we don't need to go on a date. Why not? She's, and she said, and this was, <laughs> this is just uh, sales. So she goes, so she's like, she's like, you need to hang out with kids your own age. That's what she said. <laughs> and I was like, mm -mm, I'm going to work this. And I was like, kids, my own age. All right. Okay. Finish up the haircut. And I was quiet. I was a little, I was a little ego hit. I was like, kids. I have an apartment. <laughs> I'm a child. I'm a child. And uh and so um at the end I was quiet and at the end of the the uh um the haircut, you know, I went ahead and paid. I was like, all right, hey, no, thanks. And uh she said, she said, okay, well, you know, I think, you know, maybe, yeah, uh, you know, I think we can go out on a date. And immediately I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Let me get your number. Or, no, I already had a number. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll call you later. Thanks. Bye. And I just took off. And I know she was like, what just happened? I thought he was upset or mad. No, no. I was playing my game. <laughs> 19 years old. That's all I had. That's all I had. And, uh, and we ended up dating for like 10 months and I was closer okay. to her age. I was closer to her son's age than I was to her age. Did y'all play uh, video had, games together? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we did. PlayStation uh -huh. 2. Yes, we did. Yeah, uh, that was that was fun. That was a fun time. Uh, yeah, she had three kids. So I was like, what am I? And obviously it ended because I could provide nothing. Like I am, you know, I couldn't even provide like emotional support. You know, I don't even, you know, I barely knew my emotions at 19 years old, you know, some laughs, Aaron, you provided some laughs. That's it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really all it was. Just like a chuckle. Hey, 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 just throwing out jokes here. Golly. I had a lot in common with her kids. <laughs> we watched the like, same cartoons. I thought I was getting a boyfriend. I got a fourth son. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, she would get so because I would put, I don't know, for some reason, she loved Papa John's pizza and I would put like animal crackers on my Papa John's pizza only because I, I would never did it before, but they were there. And I was like, yeah, let me see. And I was like, Hey, this is pretty good. And then she was like, that's ridiculous. And that's so immature. I was like, Oh, is it? Well, I actually enjoy it. So I continued doing it. So, which is just completely proving her point of how immature I was.
I love them. I love animal crackers on Papa John's. But this story's not about her. Uh, but I just thought I thought that was uh, that was funny. That what am I even doing? What was I even doing there? So uh, that was that was a that was a fun time. So we uh, they they were opening up a new a new location. They opened up a new location and. Um, somebody was taking over that location and me and Brian were supposed to go and be co-managers. Uh, I don't know if Lenny, uh, and I met Lenny quite a number of times. I don't know if he was like, I see something in Aaron or it's like, you know what? I can't, I gotta have both of them are half good. So maybe it's too <laughs> half good. <laughs> maybe that'll pull out one good, <laughs> you know, one good, um, so we went and opened up uh, the other location, like a newer, posh, kind of built up uh, area in Tampa. And uh, yeah, that was that was loads of fun. Uh, but now it's Brian being, I don't want to say spoiled, but being, you know, he's, 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 no, not even being spoiled. He was 19, he was 1920. He just wanted to be 19 and 20. And uh, so did I, but this was like his only job uh, to put it, put it in reference. He had been fired three times by his dad since, <laughs> since he was 15. So from 15 to 20, he'd been fired three times by his dad. So, um, so, so we're running this and we're having to hire, you know, people we're having to hire high school senior. And this is, I, 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 I'm lucky. I had a right sense of mind at that point. Cause I was like, dude, we cannot use this as like a pickup spot. First of all, you might be 19 and those girls might be 17, but that is still not good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Let, We are not doing that. And uh, so that was a conversation that, that often came up. Uh, wow. I remember. Wow. So it's like this Aaron's going to get my boy straight. We're going to keep him around. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh no, I don't know. He didn't like me. Lenny didn't really like me either. Like I said, I think Lenny thought we both were half good. I really do. Yeah. He came, he came in one time and it was, uh, it was like around two o'clock, three o'clock, you know, it was, it was after the rush. Right. So I, I went in the back and I was making a sandwich and I was, I, I was going to, I was making up my own sandwich. You know, it wasn't anything that was on the menu. It was just something I was throwing together, kind of trying to make like with the ingredients they had there, trying to make a Cuban sandwich, you know? So okay. I threw some meat and, you know, I threw, I had meat like on the, I, I was just, it was just not making a mess or anything, just doing something different. And Lenny comes back, what are you doing? I told him and he's like, huh? And he walked out and I hear, bah, 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 bah. and Brian comes back. He's like, Hey man, throw that away. I'm like what? He's like, yeah, just throw that sandwich away why like my dad's pissed off that you're making food that's not on the menu and he's saying so what is my food not good enough you know my, my food's not good enough my 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 menu isn't good enough he needs to make up his own stuff like well so i i would have been his worst nightmare almost everywhere i go i'm not i am that person like i want this but can you actually hold that sauce and i notice this sauce that's on this dish i want that right. sauce and then can we also add some pickles <laughs> well, what's wrong with a little remix you know right i love a good remix, remix. <laughs> right hey, look look r kelly had ignition and even though we no one likes it we all agree not a good but I think a lot of people would be, oh man, ignition remix. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
Hot fresh out of the kitchen. Oh man. (laughs) Not with Lenny. Hot and fresh out of the kitchen. It better be something on the menu that was hot and fresh out of the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, he did not, he did not like that. Um, so so I know he didn't, and from that moment, that was before we even we had moved completely to the new um location. I knew he he didn't really, he was just like tolerating me. And I wasn't, I, I don't know why, but that's fine whatever. Uh, but that gives you maybe a little snapshot. I know that's one story, but there are multiple, that's maybe a little snapshot into ego into, you know, this person's ego where it's, this is the way I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. And, hey, but what if you do it this way? Okay. I'm not trying to, all right, I'm going to shit. I'm, I'll just Philly cheesesteak. Then I guess I'll just have a Philly <laughs> cheesesteak. <laughs> They're great too, I guess. Um, <laughs> I remember one time, wow, this is, this gets personal. So I, we were at, um, it was evening. It, the place was open. We opened until like eight and it was like six o'clock. I mean, we were open and a couple people inside eating and somebody walks in the, uh, the door and I recognize him like that. And it's my mom's ex-husband. And this dude was not a good guy, not a good guy. And they had been divorced since I was 14 years old. And I mean, I had, you know, as kids, teenagers, I was like talking to my best friends, like, I'm a, I'm a, if I ever see him, I'm a knock this dude out. I'm a beat him up. You know, all, all this bravado as like a team, but this guy, he's just, he was a, he's a bad dude. Just not a, not a good dude. Um, like a punk, like not a good dude, punk. Either way, he comes walking in and I, and I just looked at him and I, like all these emotions are coming in. Like what, like and he walks right up and he starts, oh, and I was by the register. I was supposed to go get his order. And he walked right over there and I just stood there by the register and he kind of did a double take and looked around, came to me. He was like, hey, I'd like to order. And I said, uh, I was like, you don't even know. And, and he goes, what? Because I used to be the last time he saw me. I was short. So until I was 16 years old, I was short and uh, overweight. Like I was a short fat kid. Like I was the last one to get picked. I was, I was the, Oh, you're such a great friend. I like you as a friend kind of guy. Like I was, that's, that's why I had to adopt being like really leaning to funny. That's I mean, because it's, that's really what it was. And then, but I had, I'd slimmed up and I'd worked out some and that cat is awesome. Golly, that's a big cat. Uh, but uh whatever he wants the sun got over here yeah fine raw um so um so he comes in i said i said uh i just pointed myself i go josiah he knew my family knows me as josiah i go josiah and he goes oh man he gets a smile he's like oh it's been and i cut him off i go we're closed and he goes what i go we're closed and he looked he like looks around there's people eating there i mean people are walking in too i mean we yeah. are not closed. I was like, we are closed. He's like, but I, I said goodbye. I was like, goodbye. We're closed. Goodbye. Go, go. And he was, he got so mad. Just the look, all, no words, but if looks could kill, like he, uh, what was it? salt and pepper said, if looks could kill, he would be an Uzi. He's a shotgun bang. He wanted to, like, he was not happy with me. Um, man, I, I forgot about that. I haven't, I haven't seen him since, but and if I see him again, I'll tell him we're closed. <laughs> we're closed. Oh, Sorry. Was, no uh, soup for good. you. No soup for you. So, <laughs> no uh, soup for you. so, so rounding out, we, I mean, just, uh, it was, what's cool is that I was just able to really express myself. Like I could just be fun and, and, you know, not be too serious, which was really great. Um, then, uh, so I've, I had this thing, um, 
and that, that was probably one of the last times this has happened. Uh, so I, when I was, I think as early as six years old, whenever I would get a fever, my fever would spike. Uh, for all that, the most I, I know, it's a connection to uh, the shots that uh, the DPT shots that kids got back in the 80s up to the early 90s that they realized, whoa, side effects, not doing this anymore. So they stopped with those those shots. But um, D is diphtheria and, and uh, you know, high fevers and everything. And that's the closest that I can do the research. And from what doctors, my doc says, it's probably a reaction to that, that whenever I got a fever, it would spike. And this would be once a year. And it would, I mean, I'm talking about it would spike to 103, 104. Like, it, it oh, was, wow. Yeah, that's high. And yeah. And it was one of those things where it wasn't even like, it couldn't even take me to the hospital every time. It would be, it was the same thing. It was, okay, put me in a bathtub with ice water. Like, and for four days, it would spike at first. It would slowly come, start coming back down. But for four days, I would hallucinate and I would have the same hallucinations. Oh yeah, it was, it was pretty, it's pretty wild. wild. I had the same yeah. hallucinations. And, uh, and I would know, like, I, as a teen, my dad or mom would be like, oh, which one are you on? And I'd be like, oh, I just, the walls were just moving. So, like, I would know, like, day two, this would happen, you know, day three. Yeah. And, started and it's the same thing every time? Every time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah, tell me about it. So, <laughs> uh, so I got I got sick and and I hadn't gotten sick like that in a couple years, I think. And it spiked, and I was sick, sick. And um, Brian had friends in town from he had friends in town. And I told him I was like, look, man, I was like, I am dog sick. He's like, man, I need you to come in. If you're able to come in, come on, you come on, come in just you know just for half the day because we were both working the uh or what was it no he was opening he ended up opening for me he's like dude I'll, I'll open for you but then just come in a little later and then you know you'll be fine then end up working the whole day and you'll, you'll be fine i will not be fine <laughs> i was like that's why i was like dude i said look i'll help you i'll come in and i'll try to help but dude i i don't know what good i can be what good i'll i'll, I'll be and um you know i can't do it so anyways i did i came in i came in and i started working and uh so it in uh, well, yeah, because I'm ride or die. Like I, like I was like, I, I got you, I got you, and I went in. It was like maybe 102, something like that. But it was rough during I mean, during the lunch rush too. I was like, I wasn't extremely productive, you know. I was like trying to do yeah. a little bit here, and this is now. I mean, this is like a sickening to my stomach after after living in this post COVID world, you know, thinking like you had a fever, you did what, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, but I'm old, so back in the day we could do that. <laughs> in the early 2000s, you know, no, no excuse, but, um, the lunch rush was over and he was like, and I was in the back on like, um, like a milk carton, like a milk crate, you know, sitting down on a milk crate hand in my, in my, of my face. And I was like about to get up and leave. I, wa I remember walking out, <laughs> I walked out of the back little sliding, the little, uh, doors that, you know, uh, what a swing, the swinging doors. And I saw him walking towards the back door with his keys in his hand. He was just going to dip. He was going to dip out and not tell me. And I was like, Hey man, I said, dude, I came out to get you. I'm, I gotta go, man. I am, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm sweating. I'm, you can yeah. tell, like you can, I could feel you me hot, you know, visibly and, uh, look. Yeah. Probably. Uh, sure oh, you were, yeah. Not good. Not good. And he's like, and then he said, dude, my friend, my friends are in town. I have, you know, I haven't seen, it's not like they lived in North Florida. You know, we're in central Florida. It's not like, 
Like, I haven't seen them in forever. My friends are in town. We're going to go out. We're going to have some drinks and everything and blah, blah. I was like, bro, that I, I, I'm sorry, but man, I got to go. He's like, look, Aaron. And I remember put, putting his hand on my shoulder like he's like dad. <laughs> and he was like, look, Aaron, it sucks that you have a fever, but I got to go hang out with my friends. I gotta <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> the look I gave him, I was like, uh, I said, you're going to have to bring him over here. I said, I'm out, man. I'm out. He was so, no, you're not leaving. Aaron, you leave. You're fired. I said, you're going to fire me for leaving when I'm sick, man. Really? But nah, I said, I said, that just tells Lenny. me enough. I said, yeah. I said, that, that just tells me enough. I said, I'm out. I'm out. And he was uh, yelling, cursing at me, walking out. I mean, he was not happy. I get in my truck and I, uh, I go to leave and there were two sales reps from Alltel cell phones. It was acquired by Verizon, but that was one of my previous jobs. I've talked about, uh, the manager and the, the sales reps would come in and I remember, you know, hitting the corner and in the parking lot and saw them walking, uh, walking back from Moe's, Moe's, welcome Moe's, uh, from the Mexican restaurant. And they were like, dude, they waved and I kind of slowed down. They were like, what is wrong with you? Like, it was visible that I was jacked yeah. up and I was like, man, I was like, I think I just got fired. It's like, what? I was like, I'm sick. And I went to leave and he was like, and both of them were like, don't worry, man. We got you a job. You need to come in. We'll, we'll hire you. We got you. You're great. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yep. That was my next job. I went from, from the next. What like, a story! That's great, though. Uh, yeah, the next day, like I got. It's like I, 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 uh, I. What's it called? Uh, I came in on that, on that, uh, on that plane. You know, landing in the Lenny's from another place, and I took off, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick this one up too. You know, I jump, <laughs> hop over here. So, uh, so I feel. I mean, I, when, uh, when, you know, having all these jobs, like, man, you, you had another job. Yeah, but what it. I tell that story to people like, what would you do? Like you just say, would you just take it? Everyone agrees. No, no, you did the right thing. But yeah, sometimes you gotta, and that's when I realized. So we, we talk about reflections and, and I'll ask you a reflection, but just, just because I'm in this, this, uh, mood right now, uh, that's when I realized like, you gotta, you gotta put you above your job. You know, you gotta put you above your job, your health, your wellness above your job. And I wish, I wish I stayed, you know, there are certain lessons that you learn in life over and over again. Each time you learn them, you learn them more, you learn them deeper, you know, more facets of them. And that was one of the first times I've learned like, whoa, my health and my wellness is so much more important than a paycheck, you know, that, you know, Absolutely. Definitely. so yeah, that, yeah, that's what I was able to take away. Um, so I'll ask you, Alexandria, what were you able to take away from, from your experience uh, doing the clinicals? Um, you know, I de definitely that, that nursing was not for me, but also too, I think that, um, you know, I had enough credits to graduate, but I actually never graduated, um, because I didn't have enough credits in one major. So I think the, the big takeaway for me was that, um, you know, while going to college, having that piece of paper is nice. It is, absolutely not necessary. Um, you know, if you can go out and, you know, find a job, get some experience under your belt and, you know, learn as, as you go. I mean, that's the, the best school you'll ever have. So 100%. yeah, experience. Right. So yep. I think that that was a big takeaway for me because I was just, I think really wanted to graduate because it was something that, you know, my parents really wanted me to do and I right, really wanted right. to make them proud. And, you know, I was the, the first in my family to even go to college to, you know, 
do any further type of education. And I think it was more something I was doing for them than for me. So similar themes of just, you know, living for you and your goals and your desires and your dreams and not, you know, trying to make someone else happy because ultimately it's, it's your life. You've, you've got to be happy with the life that you choose. So, That's you know, if you're cool. making decisions for other people, you know, trying to make them happy, you know, ultimately you need to make yourself happy. If it makes other happy, other people happy along the way too that's great but ultimately you know you got to live with yourself so alexandra that is a beautiful sentiment that i i wholeheartedly agree with absolutely and i think that there i can't say anything else on top that that's a perfect way to to wrap this up that was beautiful thank you thank you so much alexandria for uh, for being uh, uh this guest a guest on this podcast uh wonderful story thank you for sharing i hope i hope you know i when when you get a, a good story, uh, it's it's polite, it's respectful to give back a story of equal or greater, right? And I hope I at least gave back equal to uh, to your story. I really do. Oh, so, thank you so much. Absolutely. No, I've had so much fun with you, Aaron. Thank you so much for reaching out and pulling me on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, thank you so much. Awesome, everyone. Thank y'all so much. See y'all later. Bye, guys. Bye. broadcast of the MSP Media Network.